Have you struggled with gut issues for a decade or more? Have you gone to GI specialists, doctors, and never gotten an answer and maybe just been diagnosed with IBS? Have you felt like you knew there was more going on in your body and yet couldn't figure out what it was with the doctor's help? Did you have other problems in your body like sleep issues and weight gain and fatigue and you tried everything you knew like elimination diets and you just didn't know what else to do? Well, if that is so, then you are just like my client, Becca. On today's episode, Becca joins me for a client testimonial on her six-month follow-up call, which is her final call with us, and she graciously allowed us to share her story on air to encourage women like you that you are not stuck. Join me today as we reflect on everything Becca learned about her body, what we found that her doctors didn't find, and how she overcame over a decade of gut issues in just six months. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel more healthy and vibrant than ever by finding the root causes of our health problems. My name is Allison Jordan. I'm a marathon runner, functional medicine, health coach, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and just checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for your entire life. If you are ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. All right, guys. Well, I'm so excited to invite onto the podcast today one of my clients, Becca. Becca is currently joining us for her six-month final call of working with us, and I asked her if she was willing to share her story of why she started working with us and what she's seen in her body since then and the changes. And she said, yes. So Becca, thank you so much for coming on to the Better Belly podcast. Yeah, of course. Awesome. So the first question I do want to ask is what, what was going on in your health and your body that, um, before you started working with us? Yeah. So I have had gut issues for a really long time least a decade. And I had gone to all the GI specialists and doctors and everything and wasn't really ever getting any answers and just was diagnosed with IBS. But I knew that there was something more going on there. And I had a lot of like constipation, but also have diarrhea and just a lot of this weird pressure in my gut that um, I, I couldn't put words to it necessarily, but it was like this pressure. It wasn't quite bloating but it was there all the time. And I had done all the elimination diets and everything and gotten to the point where I was just like, I, there's gotta be something more there. And so, um, I was also having a lot of sleep issues as well. And, um, that's a problem. I really prioritize sleep. And so it wasn't like a, 
behavioral thing <laughs> and it was frustrating because I wasn't getting enough sleep and um I was getting to the point where I was super fatigued during the day and that's not fun also if you're not sleeping so that is the major thing <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that, that's a lot. We don't need any more than that. Um, so you had a lot of stuff going on that is, I mean, just so classic for our clients that we work with, which is like, it's not a willpower problem. It's not a values problem. It's not like a behavioral problem. You're like, I did the diet change. It's not like you weren't willing to go gluten-free. You did the, you know, sleep hygiene. It's not like you were, you know, just like, I think I'll stay up later, whatever it was like, um, you were doing all the things that you knew how to control and, and willing to engage in whatever you needed to, to feel better. And yet you weren't, uh, and that is exactly like all of the clients that we've worked with. And so I can't remember how you and I initially, um, started talking about working together, but I think I kind of was saying to you, oh, this is like, this is like all the people we work with. We can help you. Do you, I don't know. Do you remember much of that transition? <laughs> yeah, we were at like a church picnic or something. And I was saying how so I was trying to figure out all my gut stuff. And I had blood work done, a lot of blood work done, trying to figure everything out. And I had an allergy test done and the allergy test came back negative for all the foods, but I was allergic to multiple molds. And that's when you're like, you could have mold in your body. We need to help you. <laughs> So that's, I was like, yeah, maybe that is the next best step. So that yeah. is what I took. Yeah. And, and you're one of our clients we worked with that I, I just know on a, like a friend basis. And it's so interesting because I, I know personally, like I've been the sick person that, that friends have been friends with. And then sometimes you, you are the friend to the person who's not feeling well. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of like, I don't know if you're ready for it, Becca, but we can help you. And it was so exciting when, do you remember the day or like when you got your lab results back or what do you remember about all of that process? Yeah, it was super affirmed that I'm not crazy because I was starting to believe that like I'm making all this stuff up. And I think that was, it was hard because it was like, oh, you just have IBS. I'm like, well, I be, there's a reason my insides are irritable. And um, so getting the labs back, I think was just really eye-opening for this stuff is real. There's real things happening in my gut. And I was shocked at how many things were going on inside my gut, like H. pylori and candida and clostridia and just like all of these different things. And I'm like, well, that makes sense why I'm not feeling good. And um, so it was really affirming that I'm, I'm not making all these things up and that it was really real and there was labs to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably one of the most common things we hear about the labs. Um, I, I find that before, and I don't know if you felt this way at all. Um, so I'd be curious what your thoughts are on this, but before you do the labs, first off, you're like, look, I've done a bajillion labs with other doctors and they haven't found anything. So there's a little bit of like, should I really be doing another lab with you out of pocket? You know, there's also the sense of, um, you know, I get asked a lot, what if we don't find anything? And my most common response to this, and I don't know if you asked me that, but uh, my most common response to that is usually you feel the way you do for a reason. And the fact that you even doubt it that much to the point that you're like, look, what if we don't find anything just shows how poorly 
And unfortunately, poorly, you've been taken care of through the healthcare system because that has been your experience or had been. Um, do you remember much about like choosing to do these labs? Was there any hesitancy or any like, are these like, I don't know. How did you feel about that part of the process? Um, I think like financially, that was a big part of it because it's out of pocket and I had already paid like my entire deductible for insurance. And so it was just like, it was a lot of money that I, it was not the easiest thing, but I think it, I think if I could have done all the labs, I would have, because I think that it would have been helpful just to see everything, but that trying to choose like the best ones to do. And uh, a lot of them, I was like, I have no idea what this is. Right. <laughs> and I, I just like trusted that it was the right one and they came back with answers. So that was good. Right. And we did discuss that together. And so some, for some of our clients, like we do see labs that are consistently helpful either for certain symptoms or certain, certain health histories. And I would say I've maybe only had one lab ever come back with negligible amount of information on it. And that's like, I haven't counted, but I'm sure it's, it's hundreds of labs at this point in time, doing multiple labs for each person to try and get a big picture. So, um, I'm glad that you felt that way. Cause I mean, that affirmation just takes away some of the pressure of the sickness, even of like, and it's all in my mind <laughs> or, and I'm stuck with it. Cause I can't do anything about it. Um, what do you, so tell us, so, so when you started, um, and I actually even have like some of the numbers up and, and some of our clients, if they've heard our testimonials before, they know that on our testimonial, um, podcast, we share some of the numbers of like your complaints. And we always have you rate at the beginning on a scale of zero to 10, how intense is this thing? Um, for fatigue, you had on a scale of zero to 10, you rated it as a seven. Um, you had digestive issues, which you kind of lumped the bloating, constipation, that lower abdominal discomfort, five out of 10, which I cannot believe you put at a five out of 10. I'm like the way you've described it. I'm like, girl is a girl's got pay, high pain tolerance. Um, and then you even just had noticed that like, Hey, your weight is feeling like it's different. Like it's, it's not fluctuating the way it would, even when you're eating healthy, it just seems off. And that was a six out of 10. Um, I don't know. Do you have these? No, I don't know if you have the numbers in front of you. Are you okay if I share what, what, where you are at now? Yeah. So you went, your fatigue during the day went down to a two out of 10. So that's from a seven to a two. I feel like my bat math, like what was that? 60% improvement type thing. Um, you know, it's only one third of, of basically what you had, um, digestive issues from a five to a two, which again, I think that five is probably should have been higher. <laughs> okay. Do you agree with me? <laughs> yeah. I think maybe it just like, because it was so, I just went on with it for so long that it just like, this is just normal. And so I, I just normalized it, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Um, but it is like, now that you say a five, I'm like, oh, wow, I probably underrated that. <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way. That's, yeah. And that's another thing just to like, my heart just goes out. And like, when we're like li really listening, realizing someone's listening to this podcast, um, someone listens to it every week and actually hundreds of people do. And, and that 
you who are listening to it, you're going through stuff and you're wondering how bad is it? Is it all in your mind? Are you making it up? And, and then when you start to heal, which you don't even think is possible, but when our clients do like Becca, you're like, you look back and you realize that was actually really horrible. And I had basically mentally blocked myself off from how bad it was. And even just like, you're like five out of 10, that was not what it really was. Um, but you went from a five to a two, um, which is again, just really phenomenal. And you not having to, um, be stuck on supplements forever or stuck on certain diet restrictions for forever. I know you're still in a healing process and, and we're weeding through and adding things back in for you, but, but that's, yeah, it's not like you, you don't have a life and you just eat chicken and rice. Um, uh, which, which we do start with clients who are sometimes in that place where they just don't know what to eat. Um, and then just even weight gain, you've had an improvement there. And I don't, I mean, I know we made some changes to your diet, but we definitely, we don't have to do anything like calorie counting or anything like that. Um, and we had, that's one thing we haven't talked about. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that process has been like for you or what you remember about seeing, like engaging with your body, even from a weight perspective? Um, I think just for clarification, something that was, uh, really frustrating, was I was doing all of the things to just maintain my weight. I didn't like, I would love to lose weight, but that's not my number one priority, but I was gaining weight at a really scary rate. Like I gained like 15 pounds in three weeks. And I was like, there's something wrong with my body. If I was not doing anything and eating Cheetos all day long, I might, that might be understandable, but I hadn't changed anything. And I have eaten a pretty, a pretty well-balanced, healthy diet. I eat pretty paleo even before this. Um, but it was like just alarming and concerning. And I, I think around that time I tried doing keto because that's something I read that could help your gut. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's when I like gained all the weight, which we later found out that my body wasn't processing fat or protein. You weren't digesting (laughs) yet. No. Yeah. So I was starving myself, but eating so much. Um, but so after like doing supplements again, getting off keto, all those things, my weight did even out and my weight's been pretty stable for the most part. Like there would be, I would be like a lot really hungry all the time. And that's Mm. something that we figured out was from H pylori. Um, but I would just eat and eat and eat and never feel full. And that was something I was concerned about. Um, but with, and you, and you want to, and you start to think, is this a willpower problem? Is this like, you know, and that can be because weight is such a big thing and of like, we put a lot of value into it, or even like, am I able to control my meals and my portions? We Mm -hmm. put just a lot of like self, like, am I a controlled person? Am I whatever into that? It can just make it extra hard when you don't even realize that there's a pathogen inside of you that's actually driving this problem. And it has, it's not even you, you think it's you cause it's inside you. And it's just not a fair battle when it comes to like, even self-esteem. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so true. And something that we don't get talked to at all in this society. All we hear is like, you have to restrict your calories and burn more than you intake. And that's not the answer. <laughs> Most of the time, that's not the answer. What I've found, because I would, I was eating all the healthy foods and I was exercising and I was trying my hardest to follow all the things. And 
um and i was still hungry all the time i did start counting like I, not like counting calories to restrict them but just to be mindful of what i was eating and there were days that i would eat more than 3000 calories and still feel hungry and i'm like i did not do 3000 calories worth of work to be able to still be hungry and so that's what really was like there's something wrong there's something wrong going on inside my body and um even with like the protocol at the beginning there wasn't a ton of restrictions i have like taken out a lot of things in my diet because I've found like my gut doesn't do well with this and this and this and this and this. Um, but really it was like for at the beginning, you said no sugar and no gluten. And um, that was like the big things, which I had already done pretty much already. So it wasn't a huge jump, but that was but I was like extra, extra mindful of it and like treated the gluten like I had celiac and was like super, super careful with it. And um, I think that that's just having like, I don't know, boundaries or whatever recommendations I think is helpful for me to like figure things out and not be like, well, it's fine this one time, which I know it's, we don't need to restrict forever. Um, but while we're healing, I think that it's important to, to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just having those guidelines. So you're not, you know, you're not just depriving of your yourself from something for no mm -hmm. reason. Someone's, you know, kind of given you the look over in your body and your health and, and, you know, there's a reason, you know, that you will get results, um, and going gluten-free, uh, or even sugar-free wouldn't necessarily, um, heal your body. Cause that wouldn't get rid of H pylori. It wouldn't get rid of C diff. It wouldn't get rid of other things that we found in your body. Um, and that's why, yeah, food alone is not going to heal you if you have a pathogen. And how do you know if you have a pathogen, if you do all the right things, food, exercise, sleep, and you're still feeling crummy and can't, you know, all, you were in the classic, like <laughs> if you were like, what if we don't find anything on my labs? We're going to find something. <laughs> it's just like, how could we not? Um, the other thing that I remember you talking about as far as, and, and I'll throw this into the weight conversation too, is that you were, uh, I think you even had like a trainer or at least that you were like being very, you like, you like to exercise, you're being intentional about your exercise. And you were like, I just can't gain mm -hmm. muscle mass. You couldn't really increase in the, the intensity of the weights that you were doing. So you're like, why am I even working out? You'd feel really tired afterwards. And then throughout our protocol together, not only were you, you know, not, you're not, not feeling excessively hungry because you were digesting better because we we're getting rid of pathogens. You were able to absorb the nutrients you needed but you started gaining muscle mass again. So again, weight again is irrelevant because muscle weighs and we're not really a, a weight. We know all this. Um, so we're not really looking at the weight, we're, but we're looking at, I mean, even you feeling stronger is such a huge win. Yeah, I have been working out for years and years and I work out most days and I try really hard to push myself because I enjoy doing that and I enjoy weightlifting and I enjoy doing cardio and like all those things. I enjoy exercising. Um, but I was not like, I reached like a maximum of weight that I could lift. And it's not like I'm lifting 45 pounds for my bicep curls. <laughs> it's really like still like eight pounds or 10 pounds. And right. 
for someone who like works out consistently and is trying to build that, it was really frustrating for me because it had been years of just like the same weight. <laughs> like, I just want to lift something more than this, but it would like hurt my joints to be yes, able to go yeah. higher. And I'm like, my muscles feel like they can do this, but then like my joints can't. And then like, I wasn't gaining any muscle mass either. And if I didn't work out for a few days, I would like lose all muscle that I had built that took me years to build up, um, which I know our muscles atrophy after like 24 hours or 48 hours of not using them. But it was, I'm like, other people can not work out for two days and their muscles are and be fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but right. I have started to notice it's a slow process. Don't get me wrong. It did not happen overnight and it still is not, <laughs> um, but it is a very slow process, but I am starting to see that I'm able to have more muscular endurance and I'm seeing more muscle definition in my muscles. And that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a dance behind the screen. y'all. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. And you want to feel like the time and effort you put into things, whether that's cooking your meals or doing ex exercises, like are, are actually going somewhere and not just like, I feel like there's a black hole on the other side of all this stuff I'm doing, trying to get to bed on time. And, and that's just wasting time, energy, and, and, and really just burning frustration, um, for so much. So we're going to jump off here, but, but real quick, uh, Becca, I am curious if there's someone who's listening to this podcast and they're thinking about working with us, they're thinking about taking a next step in their health. Um, but they're not quite sure if, you know, if they're going to do that next step, if they, if they're going to reach out to us or whatever it is, what advice would you give to someone who's like really thinking about taking a next step in their health, but, but not sure if they, they want to. Yeah. I'm going to just tie it back to this. What I, the quote you say after all the podcasts is miracles ah! are immediate and healing takes time. <laughs> um, You're I quoting me. That, <laughs> yeah, I am, but I think that's so true. And I think that we live in a society of quick fixes and just cover this up or um, just take this and you'll take care of that. Soon. But, but really like there's so much deeper things going on and it takes a lot of time and dedication. And I say, if you are wanting to take that next step, realizing that it can take a lot longer than expected, but it is worth it. Yeah. It might not be the difference of like, I found the one supplement that I've been missing, or I'm going to make this one diet change and it's going to fix everything. Um, that's, that's what I see a lot. And, you know, the clients that we work with or who we work with, like yourself, Becca, um, you do not, your problem is not like, I just need to be motivated to make some changes. Um, and I think sometimes we think, oh, if I'm not getting better, it must be, um, or all we're going to do is try and motivate you. No, we're going to, we're actually going to make your life easier. We're going to make everything you're doing like 20 times more effective. So Thank you so much, Becca, for coming onto the podcast, sharing a little bit of your story. I'm sure it's going to encourage other women who are listening, just who've got similar stuff going on or have felt similar ways. Um, and so thank you so much for coming on to the Better Belly podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Here at Better Belly Therapies, our clients are getting results like this every day 
day. Becca is not unusual. She is the norm. If you want to hear about more of our clients' testimonials who shared on the podcast, we have five of those podcast episodes linked in the show notes. I encourage you to check them out. We have information on clients who've healed their fibromyalgia, endometriosis, brain fog, eczema, low energy, constipation, gas, bloating, abdominal pain, joint pain. They've lost 10 pounds and also gotten rid of sugar cravings. Yes, all this and more. Check out our podcast testimonials where our clients have graciously shared their stories to encourage you and know that you are not alone. And if you are ready to stop guessing in your health, ditch the doctor appointments and find out what's really going on in your body, then I invite you to fill out an application for the qualifying call with the Better Belly team. This is an application where you can give us all the most important information we need to know to know if we can help you. If we can, we'll approve your call. And prior to your call, you'll receive all the information you need on the Foundations program. You'll jump on a Zoom call with our Better Belly team where we'll get to meet you, you get to meet us, and if we're a good fit, you'll be invited at the end of our call to join the Foundations program. If you want to learn more about the Foundations program today, you can check out episode 78, How Long Should It Take Me to Heal? You can check that out in our show notes or go to our your podcast browser and find episode 78 where we talk in depth about the Foundations program, why we created it the way we did, and why our clients are getting the results they are. If you are new to the Better Belly Podcast, I just want to say hi, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're looking deeper into your health and just know you are not stuck. You can make movement for it and people and women just like you are healing every day. I'm so excited that you're on this journey and that we are a part of it with you. If you have enjoyed today's episode, I encourage you to subscribe so that you never miss a single episode. And if you thought of someone as you were listening to this episode, just take a moment to take a screenshot right now and text that to a friend and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I hope this encourages you today. And lastly, I just want to end with our motto. As a reminder, miracles are immediate, but healing takes time.